don't want to watch Mitch Keller pitch either. For that matter, I really don't even want to talk about it. It doesn't feel as if it's productive. It doesn't feel as if it will come with any sort of meaningful conclusion. But you know what? Here we are again. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. The Pirates lost to the Royals last night 9-6 at PNC Park. And it's not often in a team sport that you can say one player cost him the game, but he did. He did. Keller came out awful, as he invariably does. In this first inning, he threw 47 pitches. 47 pitches in the first inning. It's a miracle beyond words that Kansas City only had a 3-0 lead. 47 pitches. He ended up lasting, to my surprise, two and a third innings, in which he threw 83 pitches, 44 of them strikes, seven full counts. And when he got to those full counts, the Royals would foul him off like crazy. Jorge Soleil, before his... A big two-run double in the first inning had an 11-pitch at bat in which he faced two strikes, it feels like, from the moment he left the on-deck circle. But nothing worked. Nothing clicked. Yes, some of the stuff was off. His slider wasn't all that effective. But I never, ever, ever give this kid a break when it comes to command. Because for the formative years of his development in the pirate system, his command was immaculate. Yeah, he struggled a little bit when he got to AAA, but not at some calamitous level. Nothing like this. When he wants to, wants to, he gets swings and misses. He has dynamic stuff. He has the upper 90s heat. He's got the tools. He's got the weaponry. Big, strong kid. Looks like he could be durable and sturdy. All he needs to do is find some... Well, the pitching coach has referred to it as conviction. So I could be nice and use the term conviction. Or I could call it what it is. It's courage. It's throwing in the zone. It's throwing in the zone. This is what Derek Shelton had to say afterward. Yeah, I mean, he was in the in the zone there, and, and they continued to stretch out at bats. I mean, Soler had a, a really long, good at bat, fouled off some good pitches. I think it was one of those things that, you know, we just didn't execute the final put-away pitch, and, and they continued to extend at bats. Now, what did Keller have to say afterward? Nothing. Zero. Never showed. First starting pitcher of the Pirates season to not show up for the post-game session with the media. Uh, you know, read into that what you want. I'm not even going to go there. 
Now, I actually don't care. I, Me, personally, I didn't have anything to ask Keller that I haven't already asked him. And we have two other reporters from DK Pittsburgh Sports there who did have that assignment from a writing standpoint. So I, I whether he showed up or not doesn't affect me. And in the pandemic era, it's usually hit and miss who who makes it uh, to these things. But, but, not when it comes to the starting pitcher. The starting pitcher is always there and wasn't last night. So again, read into that what it is that you want. All I know is that I can't stand watching this kid pitch. And I have even less use for it now that I'm looking at the rest of this pitching staff and seeing how they pitch and how they attack and how confident and aggressive they are. That this kid stands out all the more for all the wrong reasons. And you notice I keep calling him kid because he seems like he's new here. This is his third year in the majors, and he's 25 years old. So I, I take back all the kid thing. At some point, you've got to grow up. At some point, you've got to figure things out and decide what you're going to be. Or, or the Pirates can decide that. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by the good people at North Shore Tavern directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They have had uh, a little bit of an issue at North Shore Tavern in recent days where they're running out of stones for their stake on a stone. And on one hand, yeah, they're eager and they're going to address that in the very near future, like within the next couple of days. But on the other hand, it's a great problem to have. It tells you how much people are appreciating this eating experience that isn't like anything else that you'll have anywhere in the city. Steak on a Stone is a specialty of North Shore Tavern. So is being the planet's only dedicated, full-time, year-round pirate sports bar. Go check out North Shore Tavern right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Keller is the swing vote. For those of you who are regular listeners, I apologize for the repetition. I've been speaking this about Keller since last July? Yeah, yeah, last July, before the last season started that he was the one guy that they can't afford to mess up. They can't afford to mess up. They can't afford to have another pitcher of some repute, meaning through his prospect rankings and so forth, pass through Pittsburgh on his way to Tampa and become a star with the Rays. Because... That's a terrible reflection, not on the player, but on the coaching staff. And I have put on the record, including on this show, 
that Oscar Marine's job is and arguably should be tied to how Keller progresses or doesn't. And I'm here to admit to you that I might have misstepped there. I might have been a little too quick with that. Because the fact is, if you look at the Pirates' overall pitching staff, and it's it's pretty young. It's, it's not super, super young, but it's pretty young, and it's got some inexperience on it. And you look at the overall results that Marine's getting from these guys. It's hard to blame the pitching coach when there's only one outlier. Not that everybody pitches great every time out, but there's one outlier to everything else I'm talking about right now. Being aggressive, going at guys, throwing strikes, 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 go at them, go at them, attack them, attack them, be aggressive, have an attitude out there. Who are the exceptions to that? Who is the plural? I mean, Chad Cool was struggling, but you know, now he gets shut down with the IL thing, and you never know if that stuff is phantom or not. But who else? Who else? Trevor Cahill had a couple of a couple of rotten starts, but he's kind of gotten straightened out. It's just been a really, really good pitching staff that appears to be getting better. All except for one individual. So I'll say it again, that I will take that back. Possibly, maybe, at some point down the road, take it the whole way back. If I'm Oscar Marine, I am not, I am not going to let Mitch Keller bring me down. Now that doesn't make it uh, any less important to Marine that he gets Keller right. As, as I've told you before, uh, Bob Nutting specifically has no, no inclination whatsoever to see players continue to leave Pittsburgh and get better elsewhere. He made that really, really clear. And no matter what you think of the guy or his penny-pinching ways or whatever, I think it's a pretty commendable position to take. He doesn't want to see these guys just keep coming here and then leaving and becoming valuable somewhere else. But how long do you stick with Keller? What do you do with him? How do you coach up conviction or courage? Who does that? And please don't bring up sports psychologists because sports psychologists are now everywhere in sports. Every athlete has access to them. Every athlete has interaction with them. They're everywhere. This is not a fluky thing the way it was even 10, 12 years ago. That's already happening. Keller's getting all the guidance he could possibly want. But at the end of the day, or in this case, the beginning of the game, you can't be on the mound with him. You can't have a pitching coach pull up a lawn chair behind the pitching rubber and say, all right, kid, let's me and you go get him. Can't. He's out there all by himself. It's an island, both visually and figuratively. It's just 
him. Even the communication with the catcher isn't that. And if you go out there with that look that he's got, and this might be an unfair criticism, and I'll preface it that way, but if you see that look that he has out there, if you see his body language, if you see his poise, do you think to yourself, this is someone who's ready to go get these guys? How do you change that? What do you do about it? Does this sound like I have any answers here? I don't. I don't. I can't imagine how the pirates will come up with them. But I will repeat for the third and final time. I don't like watching him pitch. I'd rather not watch him pitch. If he's going to be this or he's going to be some kind of project where they have to instill confidence in him or whatever, I'm sorry. I'm not handing him the ball at the beginning of the game. I'm just not. He can instill his confidence and learn whatever it is that he needs to learn out of long relief. I am not handing him the ball at the beginning of the game. Nobody benefits from it. Not in the present, not in the future. When we come back, just one question. back it's time for just one question and today's entry comes from frank who asks can you compare keller to another pitcher uh from the pirates past even from another sport over the past decades or anybody that you can liken him to let your imagination run wild well my, my first thought frank as it relates to a comparison point is one that i've actually cited and that's Chris Benson, who was a, a number one overall pick of the Pirates way back in 1996. And Benson had all this stuff, and he came up, and he would he would nibble. He would just kind of tiptoe and dance around the strike zone. And it drove everyone nuts. His catchers, his coaches, his manager. And he really never overcame it. Now, he went miles and miles beyond where Keller is now. He had some success. Keller hasn't even had that. Another one is Kip Wells. But here again, you know, Kip, he pitched in the majors. He was a real live major league pitcher. The fact, and I do believe it's fact, that he could have been more. He had all this crazy natural movement to his fastball. And here again, to cite his catchers, his catchers would urge him constantly, Kippy, just put it down the middle, man. Just put it down the middle. It's going to move to somewhere else. And Kip would get that, and he would repeat it. And he still wouldn't really act on it. He'd still end up throwing pitches that were deliberately, very clearly, deliberately out of the zone. Did he or Benson outright fear the bat? Again, I don't think so. They were real live major league pitchers. They hung around. This kid, I have no idea. I, I, I'm watching. I called him a kid again. You see that? This young man. Here, I'll do it that way. This young man, I have no idea. I'm watching this game last night from the press box, and Jorge Soler comes up. 
for the Royals and has an 11 pitch at bat leading into the two-run double in the first inning. And as noted earlier, there were a lot of two-strike pitches there, and, and Soler did a really, really, really good job to foul them off. And Shelton went out of his way to point out that some of those pitches that were fouled off were, in fact, good pitches. Great. Get him out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he ended up throwing uh, the flattest slider you've ever seen. Now, whether he got physically tired, I'm not prepared to accept that in the first inning. Or whether he just lost the battle, that seems more likely to me. Because that's what Keller does. He loses battles. As soon as things get a little bit tough on him, he loses battles. He shrinks from the occasion. How do you fix that? I don't know. Who else is comparable? I'm not really sure, Frank. I, I, it's not because mostly because it's not an easy thing to criticize someone for. It's not. I'm not comfortable doing this. Okay, I feel like it's the right thing to do in this job where I'm sharing sports opinion with you as I believe this to be a mental thing. And I'm not doing that job for you if I'm not being as honest as possible. It doesn't mean I like it. It doesn't mean I'm comfortable saying Mitch Keller lacks courage, lacks conviction, is a wuss, you know, or whatever. You know, I'm just, that. that's, that's not one of the good parts of the job. But until somebody comes up with answers... Real answers. And I'm not even sure anybody even knows what the questions are right now. That's that's what I've got. Thanks to Frank for the question, and thanks to everyone for listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one tomorrow. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.